Jelly Oil Company presents Captain Midnight. Captain Midnight, brought to you three times each week by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. And now, I have an announcement I don't want any red-blooded fellow or girl anywhere to miss hearing. And if any of your friends aren't listening in tonight, I hope you'll do me and them the big favor of telling them what I'm going to tell you right now. Listen, now is your last chance to join Captain Midnight's 1940 Flight Patrol. In a very short time, the membership rolls will be closed up tight, and we can't take any more members. So, if there are any wide-awake, air-minded young fellas or girls anywhere in Skellyland who haven't yet joined Captain Midnight's thrilling 1940 flight patrol, now's the time to act, and act quickly. Because, look, this is what it means. First, it means your last chance to belong to one of the swellest radio clubs on the air. Absolutely free. Second, it means your last chance to get your very own official Flight Patrol membership card to keep as a memento of your friendship with Captain Midnight. And third, it means your last chance to get one of those exciting, bright, gold-colored spinning medals of membership to carry with you as a lucky pocket piece and as proof of your membership in Captain Midnight's own secret aviation adventure club. What's more, this beautiful big spinning medal of membership has the secret password on it, too. And there's a hole drilled right through it so you can string it on a chain or a cord and use it as a watch charm, medal, bracelet, or necklace ornament. Boys and girls alike are crazy about these beautiful medals of membership that you get absolutely free when you join the 1940 Flight Patrol. So remember, won't you, to tell all your friends that now is their last chance to join Captain Midnight's with a join, Captain Midnight's with a join, Captain Midnight's with a join, Captain Midnight's with a 1940 Flight Patrol. Tell them all they do to join is stop at the Skelly service station the next time they're out with their mother or dad in the family car. They just tell the Skelly man they want to join and he'll do all the rest. And it's absolutely free at any Skelly service station in the United States. So now, you have two things to remember. One is, have your family car made summer ready now at your Skelly service station. The other is, tell all your friends that now is their last chance to join Captain Midnight's 1940 Flight Patrol, and it's absolutely free. And now to Captain Midnight. In order to prevent Ivan Shark realizing that his hideout may be found, Captain Midnight had an actor imitate his voice at Ridgeville during the radio negotiations with Shark. During this, Captain Midnight and his friends listened in from their plane as they winged their way northward toward where they think Shark is. Patsy Donovan wrote down every word that Chuck said, and almost immediately after the conclusion of the conversation, she exclaimed excitedly that she had Chuck's complete secret message. Her friends in the Spartan are greatly excited. Listen. Chuck used the same system he did in the others. Every tenth word means something in the secret message. The first tenth word is come. The second one is over. The third one is bridge. After that is the word right. And the last one is ask. You're absolutely right, Patsy. Those are the tenth words, and do you notice something else? I'll say I do. The five secret words begin with the letters C-O-B-R-A. Great guns. Well, that spells the word cobra. Right. And the last five words, which Chuck has already given us twice, begin with the last five letters of the word cobra hofa. Gosh, all hemlock, Patsy. What's the complete message, then? Chuck has taken the word cobra hofa and made a secret message out of it. And here's what it is. Come over bridge... 
right at Long Home on Flying Arrow. Now, the only thing is, what in the world is the Flying Arrow? Is there any place on the map named that? No, Steve, I don't think so. I've looked the map over carefully, and I haven't seen anything like that. Mm. But we've got to find it, because everything depends on it. And remember, we've only got 24 hours left. Calling number one. Calling number one. Go ahead. Oh, wait a minute. Quiet, everybody. There's a radio message coming through. Calling number one. Calling number one. Go ahead. Number one answering. Number one answering. Go ahead. Return to your base at once, number one. Return to your base at once. Go ahead. We'll return at once. Number one, signing off. What in the world can have happened, Captain Midnight? I don't know, Petsy. But it must be very important that Commissioner Markham wouldn't have sent a message like that. I'm opening this engine up and we'll get there as quickly as we can. I'll see him as soon as we land. I'll show you something of vital importance. Yes. Yes, I see. I'm beginning to understand why you called me in. As you've noticed, I've drawn lines from the listening post to the point from which Ivan Shark made his radio broadcast. Wait a minute. Why, well, he was talking from almost the exact spot I was last night. Yes, Captain. And what's more, we know you were very close to Shark because our listening post triangulated your position just before. Wait a minute. You mean, you mean when I reported seeing that strange plane? Exactly. Hmm. This confirms the conclusion I've come to, Commissioner. If that ship I saw last night had been one of the ships in the searching party, it would have come to investigate me instead of switching off its navigation lights and flying away. Exactly, Captain Midnight. Uh, the question now is, where did Shark fly to after we saw his plane? If young Chuck Ramsey is right, Ivan Shark's base is at the point called the Flying Arrow. If I only knew what he meant by the Flying Arrow. What Chuck calls the Flying Arrow must be the name given by him to a particular spot or section up there. Our problem is to find something that looks like a Flying Arrow. And we can't do that until daybreak. There are only about 22 hours left before Ivan Shark's ultimatum expires. And somehow or other, we've got to find Chuck and Young Crane before that time limit's up. Our force is with you every inch of the way, Captain. We'll put every available ship in the air at daybreak. Right. And thank you, Commissioner. By daybreak, I'll be 5,000 feet in the air. Good night, sir. Captain Midnight keeps his promise. And as day breaks, he and his party are in the air and searching for the flying arrow. Meanwhile... Our scene changes to Ivan Shark's hideout. The criminal is in his study, pacing restlessly back and forth. It is nine o'clock in the morning. Suddenly, there comes a signal. Yes, Fang, what is it? It is Gardo, Master. He wished to see you at once. Very good, Fang. Come in, Gardo. Close the door, Fang. Yes, Master. I had to see you right away, Chief. Well, Gardo, what is it? We just got a code radio message from Reddington. You mean from Lefty? Yeah, Chief, it was from Lefty. He says to tell you something big is going on. There's a big manhunt starting. There's more planes at the airport than there's ever been before. He says that early this morning, all the planes took off and headed up in this general direction. Well, Gardo, it looks very much as if the Canadian police have received a message from Captain Midnight. Yeah, that's what it looks like, all right. Captain Midnight must have wired them the location you talked from. Undoubtedly. Hey, listen, Chief. There's a ship now. Yes, I hear it, Cardo. It must be to the north. Ah, there it is. Look out this window. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the ships, all right, but it don't look like he's coming this way. No, he's passing to the north. But we'll have more planes over us before the day is out, Cardo. Do you think they'll be able to spot anything? They can't be off lane. It's too well concealed. This house... I may see that. 
but it's known to be a large hunting cabin owned by a wealthy American. The Canadian police have no reason to suspect this place. Yeah, I guess we got nothing to worry about. Captain Midnight's 2,000 miles away, and he's got to give us his answer by 12 o'clock tonight. All we've got to do, Gardo, is to sit tight. We'll pay no attention to any planes that may fly over us. But give the order that no one is to go outside. There must be no smoke, no signs of life of any kind. Okay, Chief, I'll tell the men, but... Something must have happened. Miss Perry, I wish to see you at once, Master. Uh, tell her not to bother me now, Payne. Gardo and I are talking. It is most important, Father. I must speak to you at once. Very well, Fury. But it is better be important. Close the door, Payne. Yes, Master. Now then, Fury, what is this important news? We have been tricked, Father. Completely tricked. What nonsense is this, Fury? What are those papers you have in your hand? There. Put them on your desk and look at them. They will prove what I have said. Hmm. Uh, these are the words that Chuck Ramsey used in speaking to Captain Midnight. Exactly, Father. We have been so stupid as to allow young Ramsey to send a secret message to Captain Midnight. You're crazy, Fury. You must be out of your head. And tell me, how does it happen you have these? Each time you talk to Captain Midnight, Father, I listened on my own shortwave set. And I made a copy of the whole conversation, including what Ramsey said each time. I told you before I thought the words he used were rather strange. Well, what words did he use? What is this secret message? Uh, you are an old hand at this, Father. You have used similar systems before. Take Ramsey's first two messages to Captain Midnight. Compare the tenth word oh, in each hold message. Oh, tongue, Fury. I studied these. Ah. Yes, you're right, Fury. Ramsey has been trying to trick us. The tenth word in each of his two messages is the same. Yes, Father. And there are five of them altogether. What do they say? Listen, Guido. Listen to this. The five words are long home on flying arrow. Long home on flying arrow. Oh, what does he mean by flying arrow? I never heard of no such place like that. Now I see the whole thing, Father. Chuck Ramsey was in the cockpit with you just before we landed here. Is that not true? Yes, Fury. And he got a good look at the ground below. I get the long home, all right. Uh, that's this house. But what's the flying arrow? Oh, you numbskull, Gardo. What does this high ridge look like? It is long and narrow. And it has a point at one end. And it's broader at the other, like the feathered tip of an arrow. Fury is right, Gardo. From the air, this ridge looks like an arrow. Oh, supposing it does. Captain Midnight's down at Ridgeville, ain't he? And that's over 2,000 miles away. Ah, you stupid fool. Captain Midnight could have telegraphed a message to the Canadian police. Could he not? Well, maybe this ridge looks like a flying arrow to Ramsey, but it won't look like that to anybody else. Yes, I think Gardo is right, Fury. If the pilots of these planes are searching for us, they'll be trying to find a spot on the map known as a flying arrow. And there isn't any such place. Ah, oh, just a moment. You say Captain Midnight is at Ridgeville, over 2,000 miles away. Chuck Ramsey tricked us in sending this message. Perhaps Captain Midnight has tricked us into thinking he is still at Ridgeville. Well, I'll find out about that right now. Gardo, yeah. you send a code radio message to Maxie at Ridgeville. Have him find out if Captain Midnight is still there. I'll send it right away, Chief. But this is not all, Father. You have not looked at the last message Chuck Ramsey sent to Captain Midnight last night. Yes, I'm looking at that now. I have underlined every tenth word. Read them out loud, and then follow up with the previous message. Very well, Fury. There's the way it reads. Come over bridge, right, 
at long home on flying arrow. You're right, Jerry. You're right. Well, Jerry Sharp has discovered Chuck's secret message of communicating with Captain Midnight. And the infuriated Ivan Shark knows the secret message which Chuck has sent to Captain Midnight. What will he do? And will Captain Midnight find Chuck in time? Be sure to listen next time. Your Skelly Man is specializing right now in making cars summer ready. You know what that means? Well, making your car summer ready means draining out that thin, worn-out winter oil and filling the crankcase with clean, sparkling Skelly Tagoline or Uniflow motor oil of exactly the proper weight for your car and for your weather. It means checking the gear lubricant to see that they're exactly right, too. It means taking care of the battery, the tires, and all the other things that ought to be checked over after a long winter's driving. There's no extra charge for this service. So why not stop in and let your Skelly Man make your car summer ready tonight or tomorrow for sure. You'll be glad you did. And say, here's something else. If you or any of your friends haven't yet joined Captain Midnight's exciting aviation adventure club and received your swell membership card and spinning medal, now's your last chance. Join up right now at your Skelly service station. It's absolutely free, but you must act quickly. And say, I'll tell you something very special about that on our next program. So be sure to listen in. Don't forget to tune in again Wednesday, same time, same station, for further transcribed adventures of Captain Midnight. Brought to you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. So Ivan Shark has discovered that Chuck Ramsey sent Captain Midnight a secret message. And Chuck is still in Shark's power. What will happen next? Be sure to listen Wednesday. Until then, this is Don Gordon, your Skelly Man, saying goodbye and happy landing!